you're passively making people wrong who mm -hmm. don't share your truth. And another thing, orientation is everything when it comes to this, right? So it's like your truth right now may not be your truth tomorrow, a year from now, seasons, right? What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And today I have one of my dearest soul sisters on with me today, Monique Benabu. Monique and I met at an event called The Bliss Project, which is hosted by Lori Harder. And Monique was sharing her gifts with the entire audience on stage. She was singing. And the moment I heard her voice, I literally got full body chills. And every single time I hear her sing, I have the most visceral experience. And this is not on accident. Monique is a very, very talented vocalist, and she utilizes her vocals in a way that's very, very specific. She's passionate about creating music that attunes to different frequencies, that attunes to different chakras. So not only do you have an experience where you get to hear her voice and listen to the words and understand the message, but you actually get healed from a soul level. And this has been Monique's life work. And aside from that, Monique is a powerful healer. She's an intuitive. She is one of my most spiritually guided and truly, how can I describe Monique? She is one of the most spiritually guided and committed, one of the most committed people I know to really transforming her limiting thoughts and beliefs and using her voice in a way that will impact others to do the same. And as a vocalist, she talks a lot in this episode about the power of filters and every single filter that each one of us has when we receive a message from a higher power, God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, the filters that it goes through and how we receive information and then how we then communicate it through our voice and how we can activate our voice. We dive deep into understanding the difference between light and dark within all of us and what our shadow is. Every single one of us has a shadow. You know, that that like mean girl inside that talks shit about yourself and like judges you and that dark side of you that maybe acts from a place of wounding or misalignment. We talk a lot about how you can actually work with the shadow side of you and the importance of integrating both the light and dark within all of us and really understanding our own filters when it comes to speaking our truth. Monique talks about knowing the difference between truths and facts because there's actually a big difference between the two of them and how to use the body as a guide to really understanding your own truth. And we talk a lot about her Angel Academy for vocal channeling. So 
Monique is an incredible, incredible facilitator and teacher, and she is launching her, her Angel Academy, which will really help you channel your vocal ability into speaking and singing and using your gifts more clearly. Monique is an internationally recognized transformational artist, vocal embodiment coach, and sound healer who is dedicated to revolutionizing mainstream beliefs around artistry, holistic healing, and ritual centered around sacred sound and frequency. In addition to her intentional artistic offerings, Monique facilitates dynamic workshops, coaching courses, and one-on-one mentorships supporting throat chakra, voice, and truth activations, as well as in-depth artist development and channeling. Monique supports others in bringing their inner artist and channel online, increasing self-trust and liberating limiting beliefs around creativity and worth. If you're feeling a soul tap, connect with Monique. Check her out on Instagram at Monique Benaboo. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Let's dive in. Monique, where do I even begin? Like, (laughs) I don't even know where to begin with how much I fucking love you. Okay, what do I love? Hold on. (laughs) What do I love most about you? What I appreciate the most about you, Monique, is you you're just constantly open to what comes next. Like your, your commitment to evolution is unlike anyone I've ever seen. Like, I think some people commit to the process and they get to a certain point and then they're like, cool, I'm I'm cool. Like, you're like, no, fuck that. I want to go deeper. I want to know more. I'm, and you're so fierce in that. And that's what makes you such a light a, a force. This like, just, I can't, I don't even have the words to describe the impact that you create in my life and those in, in the rest of the world. And I'm like vibrating on how amazing this conversation is going to be. So thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Oh my God. I love you. First of all, hashtag Aquarius in the house. You know, this is like my unrelenting, like insatiable hunger and seeking nature to just like life. Mm-hmm. Life so fucking hard. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and you have accomplished that for sure. <laughs> so far, so far, we're on 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 trajectory there. Mm. Um, but honestly, thank you for reflecting that because I'm personally coming out of like a pretty dark time, to be honest. And we'll get into all that. But it, it's when you're in it and your face is in the fucking dirt, and you're you're like really work in some shadow edges you know you have no fucking mm-hmm. idea how the world is perceiving you I mean I don't have an idea how the world perceives me period I'm just like okay I like me today so let's just put it out there and you know what that's a gift though I think so many of us like worry so much about how the world perceives us so just that in and of itself is freedom mm-hmm. right to be able to know that the way the world perceives me isn't 100% my responsibility. I think there is some ownership to that, but I love that you, I love that you shared that and we're going to dive into that deeper. So Mm -hmm. what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Exist. (laughs) Right now, the current state of my reality, (laughs) everything is boldly courageous. Waking up every day, being in service right now, largely to my community while being in such a deep personal process. And like for the first time, really publicly giving myself grace Mm. as I serve and heal. 
simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love that and it, statement, but well, I mean, obviously there's layers to it, right? And that's part of being human is the human experience. But you know, I think a lot of us look on social media and we see the highlight reels, right? And so I've I've been sitting with this so funny, like obviously we're having this conversation. Like I was laying in bed last night and I'm like, I'm gonna get on social media today and talk about how I don't want to follow any fucking rules. Like I'm theoretically in some sort of a launch right now, like Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I put a sale out there and I posted about it once and I've broken all of the rules when it comes to like how you're quote unquote supposed to show up because I just don't fucking feel like it. So I'm just like, whatever, like it's fine. Like if nobody buys my stuff, I'm cool with it. If they do, I'm cool with it. So it's like complete surrender. And so I think you see these like highlight reels of how perfect everything looks. But when the reality is like, hey, if you're navigating through something, it's okay to show up a hot mess express one day and like <laughs> full on face and makeup the next day and to sell something today and then not talk about it again tomorrow if you don't want to. Yes. So I, I honor you for sharing that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. I don't even know how to respond to that. That's just like, yes, 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 yes. Well, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about shadow because you, you mentioned that, you know, working your, your shadow edges. So for those that maybe are unfamiliar with that, Languaging, I know language is so important to you. Can you talk about what the shadow is and how it, how you process through working that edge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in other language, in other terms, our shadow self, or or like working with our shadow, shadow is aspects of our personality that maybe we're not so keen on. Uh, parts of our personality maybe we even run from or deny exist or shove down and suppress, avoid. Um, I can give some, you know, examples to ground that. For me, some of the shadow edges that I'm looking at right now are where my worthiness is not in integrity with what I believe, where love still equals pain or sacrifice um, to my personal detriment. Um, and like this edge, um, of like, there's this like aspect of my personality, which can easily fall into martyrdom, the martyr. Um, and it's what comes through when I give too much, when I'm too much in my service and not serving myself. So that's another aspect that I'm, um, I'm working out and, and also like, it could be as simple as like admitting to myself, like a shadow can be the the thought that I actually give a fuck about what people think about me and and how and like what comes out of my personality when that part of me has been awoken and stimulated and like the thoughts that ensue thereafter, right? So that can, a shadow can be as simple as uh, caring too much. And I don't want to say too much. That's a measurement that's very individual, but like caring to the point where it takes your peace away. That can be a shadow aspect of someone's personality. It is a mine, and I'm working through that at the moment. Yeah, I remember doing this exercise um, with a woman named Jenna Phillips Ballard. I was at an event. Yeah, she's one of our people, right? And she did, she took us through this exercise and she was like, write a letter to yourself from that version of you who is just mean and awful. Like what are all the things about yourself that you don't love 
that you like the mean voice that goes on in your head, the judgments, all the things. And it was like, just write it all down. And it was painful. Right. And I could feel that shadow side. It was the, you're not, you're not good enough and you're never, you're not smart enough and you're not pretty enough and you're, you're lazy or you're this, or, you know, all of the judgments. And then she had us write a letter to ourselves from our higher self, from the light side of love and light. And then mm. what, what that looks like. And we actually looked at the handwriting and they were different. Oh my gosh. I love that. It, and it was so, it was such a beautiful representation of how we have light and dark within us. Mm. And that dark, the, I think for me where I get tripped up and maybe you can talk about your own experience through this is that it's easy to judge the shadow side as bad mm-hmm. and to praise like the light side as, as good. So what's kind of your, what's been your experience with that as well? Yes. So two things. Number one, I didn't, um, I didn't answer how I've been kind of working with these, but I'm, I feel like that will get weaved in through everything. But just to, just to touch on the example you gave with Jenna's exercise, um, that's a huge part of my process is actually verbalizing these thoughts because oftentimes my throat will close and it's kind of like a, um, it's a psychosomatic thing that happens um, in just when you contract, like the voice closes and you go into these dark mental spaces, but it's also self-protection. I think at this point, because when we speak things, um, if we're not, if, if there's no intention behind what we're speaking, we're creating something sometimes unintentional. So I do these intentional like throat opening exercises, um, where, I will write or I will speak out the thoughts that are going through my head, regardless of whether I'm like, oh yeah, I can see that this is silly that I'm saying this about myself. Something immediately dis like uh, like the the charge dilutes or lessens when when we give it a life, and if we give it a life within this kind of like I'm I'm speaking it to see it, not to create it space. Uh, it it will just it immediately for me just takes takes it all down several notches so that I can clear space because the other the other state if I don't do this that I'm in is my head feels like it's gonna fucking explode and <laughs> and I I like go mad you know I'm like I go into this downward spiral uh, of just. I'm in this cauldron of fucked up thoughts in my head and it's brewing and brewing and boiling and stirring and it just creates havoc. So I I have to create a way for it to come out. And I, and I also, it's like the introduction to me looking them in their face and making them real, no longer hiding from them. So I love that exercise. And I have my own version um, that I do with myself and my clients for that, but it's so powerful to just make those thoughts real temporarily and 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 like say that thing that you're so fucking afraid to say that you're thinking about yourself there's mm. nasty things sometimes that come up oh right? yeah the mean girl <laughs> is like she's fierce right mm. and and this like filtration system it's, it's it's kind of like filtering right so this is something I know I've experienced whenever I have anxiety, right? Oh, I'm living in the future. I'm in my head, like journaling it out, right? Actually helps. And and even from a somatic perspective, like shaking, dancing, mm-hmm. movement. So 
what I'm hearing you say is that when you have this, these thoughts that might be coming through from a shadow perspective, the act of actually speaking it is a visceral experience because you're activating the vocal cords, right? Which from a somatic perspective is movement. It's literally like vibration of the throat chakra, which then moves the energy out. Whereas like if you're feeling a stuck energy, like tightness in your uh, chest or like low, low back pain, you know, because of some sort of emotion and you physically shake, it's, it's all like somatic. So I love that you gave that example as an anchor point, because I think we get stuck in our heads a lot. Right. And you just go around and around in a circle, like, uh, 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 like yeah. the loop of like, uh, and you can't, and then, and then you, you're in a fog, like you just said. So I love that you shared that example. I think that's powerful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, talking on the filters and, oh my God, we're going to dive so deep into filters. But the, the other point that you're bringing up is that we can easily begin to wrong this shadow aspect and these thoughts. And, you know, something I am a huge advocate for in life uh, as a human, in my work, in my music, all the things is I I believe in integrating the light and the dark. I believe that when we, no matter how vile the thought or the shadow be, there is, if we do not learn or find the softness or find the reckoning or find the place of integration of that aspect of self and we reject it, it's a rejection, like period. Like it's not... You know, there are a lot of um, bumper sticker sayings around like, you know, your ego is not your friend. And, you know, like I get the notion there. I, I understand that. I feel like that's like step one for those who are newer on the path of shadow work. However, I feel that the wisdom is that these, these, our ego is our teacher. Our ego is actually our greatest ally. That motherfucker's never leaving us. <laughs> Fuck your abandonment issues. You've got a homie for real, for life, right there. <laughs> and it's going to teach you so much, right? If you lean in. Um, and, and this is really like coming from that notion of giving, giving like our shadow a bad rap in, in, in judging it. And it's like, if we can just be open a little bit from the lens of love and curiosity and like okay I know that if I don't face this if I don't begin to build a relationship with this aspect that it's going to overrun me it's going to take me over because the thing about the ego is you don't want it to run you and you don't want it to not be there. And if you, if you starve it, it will freak the fuck out on you. Right. If you starve it uh, and you neglect it or ignore it or avoid it, it's, it grows too. You, you're feeding, you're feeding your soul and your ego always. What are you feeding it? Are you feeding it rejection? Are you feeding it love and compassion? You know, so this is, this is kind of a a place of contemplation that I'm playing in deeply. Um, And, you know, as we get into filters, I want to kind of talk about like 
what's kind of like the first checkpoint when you're beginning to look at the filters in which you take information in or you have like personal process around? Examining your personal process literally is a game changer. It changed my whole fucking life when I was like, oh, it's not just enough to contemplate on these things. Actually understanding the value you've set and the filters that this information is coming through, where your beliefs are about these things, if you think it's right or wrong by default, and where did that come from? So shadow work is more than just being like, hey, be my homie, ego. Uh, let's, let's, let's play. It's much more about understanding the beliefs that, are, that that ego and that filter is running from. And then refining the value or shifting the value, you know? Yeah, it's almost like the the ego becomes the first, like the gatekeeper to your filtration system and is kind of like the deciding factor. It's, it's almost like the puppeteer, right? Because yes. I mean, really our ego is there to protect us from the things that, you know, have, you know, harmed us in the past. So the way I, I see my ego is, um, you know, beliefs that I formed at a very young age anchored in. And now the ego is like, oh, we believe that now. So the new filter is every time this happens, the ego comes in and says, go left. Right. So for me, it's, um, fitting in or being accepted or being worthy. Right. I, not shining my light too bright. So I, I've mm-hmm. shared this story before, right? I know this is one that we've talked about. Like I had an experience when I was younger with a girlfriend who made a comment about me, like bragging about my horse or something like that. And as a result, I formed this belief that I'm not allowed to celebrate myself in the space of friends because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being um, boastful and I'm stealing their light. So now the ego comes in and every time I'm acting that way, the ego comes in and says, oh, we're going to redirect this through this filter. We're going to shift it this way. Right. And so that's how I, that's how I receive it. And, you know, it's like the ego and the, the ego is like the gatekeeper for that shadow to not come out and be expressed. It's like almost like a control mechanism and that keeps us safe. Right. Until we realize that, fuck, like who, like, this isn't making me happy. Like I, like the safe doesn't equal happy. Right. And we've, we've talked about like dancing with fear and like taking risk for the sake of happiness and, you know, all the things that come on the other side of that. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about filters because you are a vocal activation magician, like your (laughs) gifts are really to help people activate their throat and Mm -hmm. share their truth Mm -hmm. through a filtration system of their higher self and their higher you know, self going into the studio recording yes. filter on filter on filter on filter. Yes. And yes. That's so interesting. You know, we have this thing like speak your truth. Mm. Like we have, so I'm all about that. Obviously like this is my work and, and I challenge everybody that I work with when it comes to speaking your truth, like there, when you declare that you are speaking your truth, you are, also saying without saying that you have a level of clarity and discernment about said truth. Okay. <laughs> that is a lot of credit um, for, you know, that, that's a lot of credit to give. Uh, and most people, I will say in my experience, um, have not 
gone through that step yet of like really getting nitty gritty. Like this is like next layers of refinement and nuance. And this is where the filters come in is like truth, like this, this conviction that fucking is like a lightning bolt that runs through us. Anything can feel like truth, but from what perspective or filter are you processing that information from, right? Like there are very few capital T truths in the universe. And it's actually much more uh, empowering and truthful to from the get, set your filter from a place of this is personal truth. And when we have a personal truth, then we can be much more honest in the process of discerning, defining that truth. Because when it's like, this is the truth, that indicates that you have a ledger, a value system of right and wrongs that are universal, which alienates and, and honestly is like self-deluding at the end of the day. So I'm going to pause there. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, because it's like, I've experienced this. I'm like, this is my truth in the, in the context of how I want to be perceived based on thoughts and beliefs of like how I want to be received. Right. Mm -hmm. So like the truth can be, you can bend the truth. Oh yeah. Right. So I can, I can make this to be my truth to fit whatever narrative is going on in my head that my ego and my shadow is being like, well, this must be your truth in, in order for you to get what you want, in order for you to get love, in order for you to be adored or to receive what it is that you're seeking that you think you don't already have within yourself. So there are, there's a light, there's light and dark to everything. There's a everything. light and dark side to love, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I've seen manipulation and gaslighting and all the things in the name of love. And then also like beautiful, light, pure, you know, adoration in the name of love, like light and dark, yeah. right? And there's a light and dark side of truth. But like, to your point, like, if we're going to really discern between fact and truth, like you can't argue facts. They are what they are. Yes. But you can decide what your truth is Ooh. based on Ooh. those facts, right? Yes, like, girl. Let's, let's get this <laughs> right, y'all. Fact and truth is not the same. Boom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. That's if we were, if we had to give it like a branding or a bumper mm -hmm. sticker, slogan, you know, <laughs> right. There's like the fact of the situation and then the story that you create around it, which becomes your truth and that yes. you get to choose, right? The story. And then underneath the story is like the personal guidance Mm -hmm. the alignment that is really like the shiny pristine mm -hmm. uh undistorted mm -hmm. unfiltered personal truth right nobody can also one thing i, I love this because i come from a very argumentative and fucking <laughs> beautiful moroccan jewish family <laughs> nobody can fucking argue with personal truth but if you come in hot just guns blazing the the truth you're gonna meet some other opinions and mm -hmm. 
And when you're in this phase of awakening and you're so fucking proud and almost attached to your new truth and somebody comes and challenges that truth. the the offense the insult to injury all the things mm. and that just adds to the story again so this is another layer where it's like i'm i'm all about finding ways to like protect the self and protect the the like the the shiny truth within each of us in ways that feel counterintuitive but are really like the hack so for instance, like if someone feels unsafe uh, doing, um, um, you know, I'm trying to be quick about this, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll use this example. If you want to avoid, like if you're someone that doesn't share your truth because you're afraid of the, uh, the opinions that will come back and people, tr people swaying you or swaying your in or influencing you in a way you don't want to be influenced and you just want fucking support in this like awakening that you're having in this rise the best way to avoid that kind of feedback and experience is to fully own your truth your truth personal truth and share it from personal truth instead of from the place of evangelical gospel oh, this yes. is the truth amen and there is it because you are then inherently you are you're passively making people wrong mm -hmm. who don't share your truth and another thing orientation is everything when it comes to this right so it's like your truth right now may not be your truth tomorrow a year from now seasons right so it's like bringing this level of honesty and discernment to these really high waves of emotion that can feel so convincing mm -hmm. and so monumental you know and then this is <laughs> this mm -hmm. is the filter uh you know i'm speaking to the filter that a lot of us have been conditioned into which are living life in extreme polarizing states you know, the high highs and the low lows. And it's like, let's fuck with that filter real quick. And let's, let's try and like, <laughs> I mean, I was sharing, I was sharing something with you before we started about how I, I, guys, just to give you context, we're listening. I was meant to go on this epic, like medicine retreat training initiation in Brazil in the jungle with my teachers on the 18th. And I got COVID. And so I couldn't go. And, you know, the, the belief uh, that everything happens for a reason, you know, I immediately bypassed my disappointment. Let's just be honest. And I went to, what is the reason this is happening? And the default was so fucking grandiose. And like, <laughs> it, it's because someone's going to die and I need to be here for their, their funeral, right? <laughs> like, this is the shadow thought. Or it's, it's because something that I don't yet know is meant to happen, and, you know, but no, what the truth was is I really needed to rest. And had I gone on this trip, I would have been utterly depleted and not been able to show up for the things I'd committed to prior to going on this trip, which, you know, consists of a week long uh, immersion with my client, one-on-one um, -on -one medicine retreat, 11 days of meditation, all these things. 
but I'm bringing this example to to the forefront here to highlight like how conditioned we can be to defaulting to something so grandiose uh, to justify something not going the way we want or just how we how we think about things what the default is it must be something big but we miss so much when we have that default of our filters set to these high highs and these low lows we miss the stuff in the middle which is super stabilizing and calming and like do you know how much fucking mind bullshit i could have bypassed if i had just been like oh i just need to rest at the beginning of this whole covid process you know but that was clearly my lesson and that was the journey i got to take <laughs> oh my god i love all this and i know that there's people listening going okay i i get i get the filter idea right cuz we've all yeah. been you know we we talk about your beliefs create your thoughts your thoughts create your actions your actions create your reality and really like the belief is coming through a subconscious filter right so we get these thoughts or these downloads or this belief or like this gut hit or something. And then we have to do something with this information, right? It has Mm -hmm. to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so like, I imagine like visually, like imagine like Tetris almost, right. Where, um, you know, it comes like something comes down through and then there's a filter and all the little pieces have to fit to give you this like final, final outcome. So what's the process to start taking ownership for those filters? Like, how do you begin that process? Yeah, you know, I think um, just starting with really powerful questions that um, that already set you up to answer like the prompts or the questions from this place of I, from this personal place. So what in this information is my personal truth like what about this truth is personal to me like create a relationship with the truth before you begin to talk about the truth help like understand what's going on and also like this zoom out right like zoom out so that you can also find the orientation of is this a right now thing is this my right now truth and you may not be able to answer that until later and that's okay but just being able to zoom out and have perspective that this is not everything, we can be so zoomed in when truth comes through that we forget that other people have truths. And that, that might not be fact, but it might be something that's relevant to your life and your personal growth cycle and your journey in that moment now. And so, and I think that there's something really powerful there. I think we as a collective bypass all the time we bypass ourselves and i'm guilty of this too in my past and i still catch myself all the time of like getting a lesson or getting a truth and immediately bypassing myself and sharing it you know because like like let that medicine land in your system first right like that is like primary stuff like ask yourself how is this personal to me? And really receive the medicine of your own truth. Otherwise, there's really no power. Your solar plexus is not turned on to this power in an aligned way. It's, it's in, and you may find yourself uh, 
spinning out, you know, if you bypass this part of like letting that truth marinate within you, what does that mean for you, right? Um, so that's where I would start with it. Mm. Yeah. I love this notion of marinating, right? Because I think we're so quick to react. We're so quick to like snap real fast with, with mm-hmm. the good, the bad, like, and just, I've found in my own experience, the power of the pause and really sitting oh. with this and asking myself, what's another potential outcome of this, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to things that are hurtful or painful or require a presumption, like really having to sit with where's my mind going with this and what is actually true and what is actually a fact like discerning, you know, in any situation, like, is this a fact? And if the answer is no, okay, what's another possible truth that I could subscribe to in this moment? And it's almost like a choose your own adventure story. I guess I'm just full of analogies today. Like that's just what's happening right now. Right. It's like choose your own adventure. So like a situation will happen or a thought will come in and it's like, okay, if I subscribe to this being my truth, what's the outcome of that? And how does Mm -hmm. that fit? And then, you know, or is this my truth? Or is this my truth? Or is this my truth? And I'll tell you, like for me recently, some things have come forward that have really like thrown me for a loop when I'm like, wow, this is old patterning that I haven't seen in a while. And I don't particularly like the way that I'm feeling in this. And this is such an opportunity to really examine my truth. (laughs) my shadow side and this filter is not my favorite filter um so I love that you I love that you shared that and there's a there's so much more to this I mean we could talk for Mm -hmm. hours like we Mm -hmm. could go deep 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 into this and I know that there's another layer that you're taking this into a very sacred container so for people that are saying okay like I I want to speak my truth I want to be able to hone in on these skills. I want to be able to take this filter and master it. What are some of the things that you have happening right now for those that are like jiving with this conversation and they're like, I'm ready. I'm ready to take this to the next level and like activate these filters. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, Okay. So are we talking tips or are we talking program? (laughs) All right. Um, So first, I just want to say to those wherever you're at in your journey, from the beginning of this beautiful, sometimes incredibly frustrating and maddening journey of discernment with your filters and your orientation and like mindset, really. to the most advanced who are ready to really deep dive. I want to share one thing that has like been a North star in all of this, which is like something really simple. And that is bringing it back to the body. It's all around contraction and expansion. Like, does your body feel tight when you're saying these truths? Does your body feel open? What parts of your body feel tight? What parts of your body feel open? And, and like, just to kind of give it a one-liner to anchor in that kind of North Star body cue and help with the foundation of like a new orientation when thinking about your filters is 
this concept about absolutes. There are no absolutes. Well, actually there are absolutes, but there are very few. This is what we're talking about, like capital T truths. Very, very, very few absolutes. And those absolutes usually don't have to do with anything in the realm of, of truth, of like your personal convictions, beliefs, and truths, unless they're scientific, <laughs> you know? So like avoid absolutes as much as possible, except if you're setting boundaries, we all have our non-negotiables, but still like even this word absolute, it's something that doesn't change and, and boundaries do. So really, really like this kind of level of honesty of extrapolation about what uh, a absolute label does to something and does to yourself. And like, if you can begin to peel away the layers of absolute in your life, where they actually do not exist, is going to be like church. Yes. As far as, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) As far as, um, like how, how those who are ready to take this a step deeper, a layer deeper, or maybe 10 layers deeper with me, um, go is I, there's always an option to work one-on-one with me in a mentorship capacity around, um, spiritual development, uh, medicine work, uh, vocal activation. If you're somebody who has an inclination to singing or you hear sound that is not necessarily playing out loud. Um, <laughs> we call that clear audience. Um, or you're a gifted vocalist um, that is just beginning to learn how to channel, which essentially is working with filters, right? It's filters and frequencies. This is what channeling is from other um stations, radio stations, we'll call those dimensions. Um, (laughs) uh, I have a program that I'm launching called Angel Fire Academy, and we'll be opening enrollment middle of December and um, starting the end of January, beginning of February. And Angel Fire Academy is a vocal channeling uh, six-month like soul expansion journey. And it's about creating a relationship with your personal channel. And we go through this process deeply about what filters you are working with. Because anybody can channel, anybody can pull information from the ethers because there are so many radio stations to tune into, (laughs) right? But it's really about that alignment and that discernment and like, what, what do you, what are you committed to bringing through your divine vessel and your channel? As, as a medium or as a, as a vocal vocalist or um, just spiritual being in this human body. And so being able to find that discernment really protects the vessel, really protects the human being, the body, and, and the circuitry um, so that you don't fry yourself out and so that you don't get confused and deluded yourself by tuning into stations that are not actually speaking truth. And there are a lot of, a lot of information that is wrapped up as truth and being sold as truth or preached as truth that is not truth, right? Because there's very little capital T 
truths out there. And so finding that channel and learning how to discern, tap in, harness and hone your gifts, working with that truth channel, your truth channel, and then connecting to like universal truth is a whole nother layer of being able to um, tap in and apply and share your gifts. And I'm so excited. Oh my fucking God. I've been, I've been building this for almost a year and a half and it clicked during COVID everything. I was like, wow, this is the culmination of my, my life's work in terms of uh, applied musicianships, musicianship and vocalization and channeling and mediumship being taught. So very excited to share this. Um, it's not just a digital program. It is, a bulk of it is, is digital, um, but we end our, our time together with a two-day group retreat. It's a medicine optional ceremony um, where there will be actual uh, vocal activation sessions that I give each participant. And then the next day after ceremony and after that vocal activation, I'm going to have my partner, uh, my musical partner, they're setting up a studio and we're going to have each person go into a channeling session with me and we're going to record either a medicine song or a channeling um, of their choosing of whatever's flowing through them, a transmission, and they get this to put out to their community and just have for themselves as a marker of their work and their initiation into this space. So I'm so excited. It's so juicy. I'm oh. like, oh my gosh. I It's like the ultimate, um, like I've heard it said that like your word is, is you, like you are your word. Mm. And it's all that we really have is our word and our intention and how we show up in the world. And this just feels like the ultimate connection. And to bring it full circle, to me, it feels like harmony between mm. the shadow and the light side mm -hmm. is that when you can actually find that harmony, the way you speak, the sound, the frequency, the vibration of the words that you share changes and impacts like that is the impact. People receive your message for the most part by hearing you speak mm -hmm. and it, what a powerful way to express your magic. Like I can't think of any more of a powerful way to do that. And I just love that you're bringing this to the world because it's needed and mm -hmm. you're, a, you're, you're incredibly talented and there's no one that I can think of better suited for this type of work. And it's just been an honor to watch you step into your purpose and share this more and more and the commitment that you have to sharing your truth so that others can share their theirs as well. So I'm just acknowledging you. I love you. Thank you, my love. I love you so mm. much. You are such a powerful reflection for me. Every time we we come on here, it's just like, wow, this is how you see me. Wow. Fuck. Like you're just speaking to my soul and my heart. Like this is what I hope for. That this is what I hope I'm putting out into the world. You know, like I do my very best. But when you're in the nitty gritty of yes. this work, sometimes you really just can't tell. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. Oh, Monique, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. And you guys, if you love this, please get into Monique's Vortex. How can people find you, connect with you, get into your, into your cocoon? Yes. Yes. Y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I'm, I'm deeply grateful to, 
to share. And um, I would love to connect with you guys offline, actually online. <laughs> um, I'm primarily on Instagram. Um, I have a YouTube that has some really awesome covers um, and original music, a lot of original music okay. coming this year. I'm actually going to be putting out Just Breathe, the music video and the single in December. So very, very excited. Um, and all the juicy spiritual vocal channeling, uh, sound bath stuff is also all on the IG. So you will come into my verse, come yes. into the Momo verse and you will be loved. On. It's so good. Your voice <laughs> gives me full body chills. Every time I hear you saying it's the most angelic experience ever. I, we could record a whole podcast episode just on that alone. Um, I love you. Last question. Okay. What are you celebrating right now? I am celebrating how kind I am being with myself um, and how much grace I'm giving myself to just show up as is. And like, I'm actually celebrating my humanity. That's what it is. Mm. Feel me? I'm just celebrating the imperfect perfection that yes. my expression is. Yes, I can. I can get behind that. Let's celebrate mm. that. I love you, sister. I love you. You guys, if you love this, please follow Monique on Instagram at Monique Benaboo. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. <laughs> Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.